Hello, ghouls. Welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, Ghoul That Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack Two. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanting to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Ed's Barbershop. Ed's Barbershop is located at 210 Lane Street, North Judson, Indiana. So if you enjoy getting your hair cut from a hometown barber with that old-fashioned feel, then dial 574-896-3344 and schedule your appointment today. Hey, Blackjack, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited about today's episode as this is episode two of of season three. Yes. I was thinking of like... Is this episode one? No, we had the ghoul mail episode, which is kind of weird, but you know what? We're all good, and what's heading to the topic? So this is something that we threw around doing in the very, very early stages of season one, and we never got around to doing it, and we talked about doing it, and now we're finally going to do it, and that is Bloody Mary. Shocker. And, you know, I was thinking about, you know, what I was going to say to introduce this episode. And it's kind of funny to me, Blackjack, because every episode it's like I'm trying to reveal what what the episode's about. And this week's episode is not even thinking. They read the title. They read the title. Hey, guys, we got a secret for you. And it's literally the title right in the title. But either way. I'm going to continue to do it because I just like Maybe we it. should, you know what, idea, mystery episode. We put like, what, what, the question marks. We just put. Just question, question marks. Question marks and they have to listen to the podcast. To find out what the fi- episode's about. That's, that's a brilliant. That's Let's brilliant. write that one. Let's write that one down. Write that, write that one down for maybe sometime. So anyway, Bloody Mary. Now, here's the thing about Bloody Mary. It has been around for an extremely long time and there's 1 million different versions of bloody mary and so i'm going to say some things today and you're going to say oh no i've always heard that it was like this and i could do a couple episodes just based on different urban legends of bloody mary uh what i will tell you is that in the early version of the legend Women would walk up a flight of stairs backwards while holding a candle and a hand mirror. When they look into the mirror, they would either see the face of their future husband or a skull. If they seen the skull, it meant they were going to die. That, from my research, is the earliest, earliest, earliest version of Bloody Mary. I heard about Bloody Mary when I was really young and uh, there was a group of us at school and this one kid came to school and he's like, have you guys ever heard about Bloody Mary? And we were like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so this is what was told to me when I was a kid from some friends at school. And this was like all, all we talked about for like two weeks. He said that if you went into your bathroom at midnight and you said looked in the mirror and said bloody mary three times she would appear behind you and she was a demon and you had to try to escape from her and you and you had to stay alive until the sun came up otherwise she would try to kill you so 
that's the version that I heard growing up. Uh, the growing up for me, our version is that. Well, we would always when we went to friends' house and uh, we would we would literally go to the bathroom. We'd send one person in there. We'd close the door. They would turn off the lights, uh, and they would look into the mirror. Now I don't remember us ever having candles, but you know, thinking back, I never did this. All right, this was I was always the chicken out of the group. All right, and but. They would say the Bloody Mary three times. They walk out, and we really didn't think any much of it. But continue with the story. Yeah. So the the more perceived, accepted modern version of Bloody Mary is you take a candle into a dark room with a mirror, uh, look into the mirror, and say Bloody Mary over and over. And sometimes it's a specific amount of times, like you said three, I said three. Uh, some people say you just keep on saying it until she appears. Some, some people say, even try to cut their own blood. And, uh, that's some weird stuff. So some say your face will change in the mirror into an old woman. Some say Bloody Mary will appear and try to scratch out your eyes. Others say she will curse at you, call you names, try to strangle you, or just flat out try to kill you. So that is kind of the modern day accepted urban legend in, in a nutshell right because i've heard midnight i've heard three o'clock i've heard four o'clock i've heard five o'clock and, and all these you know you got to go under a specific time sometimes they say it's not a specific time you say her name a specific amount of times some say you just keep chanting so the urban legend in it greatly varies on where you grew up and where you heard the story but the fact is this is really really a big Big, big urban legend. And so with something like this that is so popular, uh, what are the origins? Where did this come from? And again, there's many different versions of where this actually came from. And uh, there, are, there are those that believe that um, Mary, I'm sorry, Queen Mary the, uh, the first of England is Bloody Mary. And so I looked into this and some called her Bloody Mary. Um, some people think that that was just the name that she was called. Uh, some people believe that she is the woman in the mirror that tries to either kill you or, or what have you, according to the story. I never accepted that one. It just didn't seem right to me. And, you know, reading a bunch of these different origin stories, uh, I found one that I thought was the creepiest. And this that's the one I'm going to share with you. Uh, in the 1800s, there lived a young girl named Mary. Imagine that. Woohoo. An illness washed over the community where they lived, killing many people. Imagine that. In those days when doctors couldn't detect a heartbeat, they would place a mirror under the nose of the patient to see if they could fog up the mirror. With their, with their breathing. Cases of people who were pronounced dead but weren't happened often. So when one would die, people would put a small hole in the coffin and put a piece of string through the hole that was attached to a bell. The bell would hang on a stick by the homes of the deceased and if they woke up, they would simply pull the string, ring the bell, and would be dug up. 
And on a side note, uh, sitting up with the dead was also a regular practice, especially back then. They would stay with the dead for days to see if the person would wake up. And that's why we use the term wake today when visitation is scheduled at a funeral home, if you didn't know that. Of course, when Mary was bedridden, she slowly died. She was laid in a coffin in her grave. But she wasn't to be buried just yet because it would be easier to unnail the coffin than to dig her up if she rang the bell. Days passed, then up to a week. Her parents left, never left the house, wishing that Mary would wake and ring the bell. Friends of the parents claimed that if she had not rang the bell by then, she never would. That day, the parents left the house. When her parents had gone, a neighbor came and began to fill her grave, leaving a string attached, just in case she could wake up. Once the neighbor finished the burial, he went home. Not soon after Mary awoke from her slumber, she pulled the string. The string to the bell that wouldn't be heard by her parents, who were out, nor by the neighbor, who was too far away. She pulled and pulled the string until the bell fell, and so did the stick. She began clawing and scratching at her wooden prison until her fingers bled, and she breathed her last breath. When the parents arrived home, the father soon realized that the bell was yards away from where it originally was and called for his wife to come and help dig up their daughter. When they unlatched the coffin, they found Mary in a petrified state with her claw-like hands covered in blood, and the white dress she was buried in was also covered in blood. They put a mirror under her nose to see if her breaths would show on the mirror. They did not. It was too late. She was dead. Her spirit is said to have attached itself to the mirror. And now whenever someone calls to Bloody Mary three times, she will come and claw at the unknowing victim. When I read that, Blackjack, it gave me chills. I just got chills, too. Uh, it's just... It's just scary, you know, being buried alive would kind of suck. Yeah, and if you listen to, uh, if you went to bravethebasement.weebly.com and you went to our bonus material page, uh, there we did an interview with the musical ghoul and where he talked about his inspiration for our season two uh, music called Grave Bells. And this is... Exactly what he described was kind of the inspiration was the string and the bell into the coffin and the grave. And so I, I found that really interesting. So that was the best origin story that I read. It would suck to be stuck in a coffin underground in modern day with those metal uh, caskets. And oh, you're, you're hosed. Yeah, man. you're in there. And so... I went and I, I looked to see if I could find any good experiences. You know, what have other people experienced? Because I did this game, nothing ever happened, and I always just wrote it off as just an urban legend. Uh, but there are people who swear that they've had experiences. And Marissa and her friend had just finished watching an eerie episode of Ghost Whisperer. And Marissa wanted to scare her friend one of her favorite activities. So Marissa looked into her living room mirror, spun three times, saying, Bloody Mary. No ghost appeared, so she went to the bathroom to try again. 
Against the warning of her friend, Marissa shut off the lights, closed the door, and repeated the chant. When she looked into the mirror this time, there was still nothing. Disappointed, she was about to flip on the light when she caught a glimpse of something. She looked closer and discovered a black and white woman with her mouth wide open. Marissa expected a scream from the apparition, but found only dead, terrifying silence. The woman in the mirror lifted her arms, and Marissa saw that her hands were bright red. Not with polish, but with blood. Her fingernails had been torn off. Hands reached out from behind Marissa and grabbed her shoulders. Marissa screamed, turned on the light, and ran from the bathroom. Scurry. It is very scary because if you listen to the origin story that I read and then you hear this experience, it connects the dots. So uh, we'll move on to another one. Let's see if we can find any similarities, Blackjack. I, I had a thought uh, appear to me uh, when, I, when I said that. Katie was only nine years old when she and her friends decided to attempt Bloody Mary at her house one weekend. The five friends carefully carried candles to the bathroom and begun chanting Bloody Mary. As they chanted, an old woman with cuts across her face and chains around her neck and shoulders appeared in the mirror. Suddenly, the shower curtain went up in flames and the girls fled from the bathroom. An older boy ran in and put out the fire. Although the girls were blamed for the certain catching fire, they were much too far away to have caused it. 25 years later, Katie has never attempted Bloody Mary again. I want to either. I mean, it's just the, the chains and, and the fire. So I'm glad you said that. So. And in this one, they said that the woman had cuts across her face and chains around her neck and shoulders. In the first story that I read, the woman just had blood all over, uh, especially uh, around her fingernails. So there's a difference in what happened. And I, and I think that's noteworthy here. So let's move on to another one. While friends Sarah, Gail, and Missy hung out on Friday the 13th, of course... They got to talking about Bloody Mary. Idea. The girls had been reading about her on the internet and decided to try the ritual for themselves. I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I do have an idea uh, for the chains. So, you know how there's fire and stuff? Maybe there was like Bloody Mary was trying to escape. And those were like, I don't, I don't know. I don't either, Black Tech. Continue. Okay. Thank you. The trio got several candles and set them up in Gail's bathroom. They waited until 2.55, then went into the bathroom and chanted Bloody Mary 13 times. And soon as she had been called 13 times, Bloody Mary appeared in swirling smoke in the mirror. All three girls screamed and turned, to the light, turned on the light, only for Bloody Mary to vanish immediately. So on here you have, you know, they waited till a certain time. They said Bloody Mary 13 times, not just three times. And uh, it doesn't Bloody help that it's Friday the 13th. No, it sure doesn't. And Bloody Mary appeared in swirling smoke in the mirror. 
let's go on to another one. A group of girls was spending the summer at a camp in the Pacific Northwest on an island called Anacortes. Sick of exploring the woods, they decided to collectively fake food poisoning. They decided to collectively fake food poisoning? They know how to party. They ran to the bathroom and shut themselves up in it, hoping to make the fakery convincing. While they were there, one girl, Jessica, came up with the idea to play Bloody Mary. The rest of the group agreed, and they shut off the lights. They said Bloody Mary three times into the mirror and waited. At first, there was nothing. Then the mirror cracked. All the girls ran off, screaming except for one. The remaining camper was paralyzed with fear. She, st uh, she stared and saw a flash of movement behind the mirror as if someone was standing right behind her. She turned and ran from the bathroom. The next morning, the girls laughed about the event, if only to hide how scared they had been. So in this, they just seen some movement uh, behind the mirror. I mean, you know, in the urban legend, you said that, well, not the urban, I, I, don't, I don't remember too clearly, but... Usually, Bloody Mary's trying to kill you, or you have to survive till, uh, whatever. Seems like she's just appearing and then doesn't do anything else. So, what I'm thinking here, Blackjack, you know, I, I went a long time and and just believed that the whole thing was just made up and just a way to scare kids and a slumber party game that you could play, and. I never had any success with it. I mean, we can sure test it. But going through, you know, reading a lot of stories, what a lot of people say, and all the different versions of the urban legend that's out there, what is the possibility that there's not just one Bloody Mary? Uh, and that... You know, that could be a possibility, and that can go from my theory earlier uh, with the chains. I know it seems stupid, but if there is a multi, like, multi Bloody Marys, then that can be an easily one idea. Sure. And, uh, you know, it, it didn't even, when I was doing the research and I had all the notes and everything ready to go for this episode, the, I, it never even hit me. You know what just hit me? What's that? Maybe the idea of so many people believing in different things of fear created this many Bloody Berries. That is a good point. And then, so something that we talked about uh, in earlier, earlier episodes, I think going back, even back to, you know, Shadow People and Slender Man, where I said, you know, that the, a demon um, can manifest itself in many different forms. And, you know, let's say Bloody Mary isn't uh, multiple entities, but just one. Um, maybe Bloody Mary is a demon that just manifests itself depending on who summons the demon and what would scare them the most, right? Mm -hmm. So I, that's a theory as well i mean we could go test this out right now uh we got candles right well here's the problem blackjack 
Do you do it at midnight? Can you do it during the day? Do you got to wait till 2.55 a.m.? Do you got to do it at the witching hour? When do you do this? Or does it not matter what time you do it? Well, at this point, if the demon uh, is being manifested, I mean, why not do it any time it's convenient? That's a good point. But either way, uh, you know, you have to make that decision for yourself. Um, I'm going to chalk this one up for me personally as undecided. What about you, Blackjack? Uh, I got to go with undecided. So you're not, so you're not quite sure what you feel about Bloody Mary. I mean, we can go play it. Yeah. And I've done it many, many times and you know, it, I just never, never had anything happen to me. And, uh, you said that, okay, here's my question for you. You said you always chickened out, which doesn't Uh, surprise me. Um, did any of your friends ever say, uh, I'm going to be honest. It was years ago and I, nothing really happens around us. So, so I mean, he could have, that person could have went home and, you know, had something happen, but so ghouls, if, uh, you've ever had anything happen while attempting bloody Mary, shoot us an email at brave the basement, uh, and let us know. If you would like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you would like to share, you could share it at bravethebasement@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Your story could make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on Reddit under the subreddit Brave the Basement or in the YouTube comment section, or just like you heard last week, if you would like to record yourself telling your ghost experience, email that over to us, and we'll try to get it out there. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description, and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you were up late at night, and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right, it's okay if you need to turn on the light. To protect yourself from things to go bump in the night. I'm your host, the Ghoul That Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack 2. And I hope you join us again. Till next time. <laughs>